Do you know Ross Tyson? Who is Ross Tyson? Where is Ross Tyson? Um, I'm right here. Honestly, Honestly same. same. <laughs> Just hoping for the best. <laughs> Honestly, same. Honestly, same. Honestly, same. Ooh. Honestly, same. 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 Uh, well, hey guys. Yeah, I'm here. So if so nice to see you. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, this is now your guys' podcast. You that technically I will be on. Uh, so yeah, a little bit of a different episode. For this one, where our topic is going to be one of us, and that one of us is this one of us yes, right correct. here, which is me one that I am pointing. One of us. One, one of us. One of. <laughs> it's about me. You one guys are going to get. Me. You guys are going to get to know me for the first time. Yeah, we don't. The first know time ever. Yeah. No. So I mean, yeah. technically, you guys will be steering the ship, and I just get to kind of maybe play a little bit of uh, the guest mm-hmm. for this episode. So, I mean, I don't. Know, I'm just going to sit back. And, and just see what happens. So where do we begin is at, the real question. I would say at the beginning. Yeah. But tell us about your birth. <laughs> <laughs> well, In it, detail. Was, it was <laughs> a dark and stormy night. And, was it uh, actually? I have no idea. Your memory is oh, incredible. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I was, while I was there. <laughs> Impeccable. True. I was there. Uh, do, I, do, I be, do I actually begin with uh, hometown stuff? I love that. I feel like it would be a good place to, to kind of start because it gives us a background of maybe... Perfect. Okay. Well, I grew up in a super small town that I know neither of you are really aware of outside of me telling you. Correct. Uh, Crooksville, Ohio. Very small town of 2,000 people, maybe? Something like that. Wow. Like, it is a very... there. I think in the last five years, there remaining stoplight is now gone so there are no stoplights in the town how many roundabouts no roundabouts that's something that i've noticed here a lot is roundabouts oh yeah 100 percent. did you guys come here and and be like what are all these roundabouts for well i luckily had encountered them in the wild before but never in my hometown not at all the biggest thing the biggest thing in this place is uh essentially a circle k is the center of town wow that's the big thing. Polar pops. Polar pops okay. were the thing growing up. Absolutely. You would <laughs> you would go to Circle K to get a polar pop. 100%. That was the coolest part of your day. What flavor? Oh, just like Mountain Dew or something. Oh, I just mixed. Oh, wait. Are we talking about the Icy's or the Oh, actual? you're talking about an Icy? Well, or uh, a- yeah, I'm talking about... I'm talking about the Icy's, like when when oh. little Ross went to Circle K, the center of Crooksville, Ohio. This is Ohio. what this podcast is about. I never sponsored I by Circle know, K. Yeah, <laughs> I need to know like mm. what little Ross was. What what you? Oh, would get just from a Mountain Dew Polar Pop. Okay. That's it. I wouldn't get any of the icy things. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that was that was the thing. That was just it. Mountain Dew. This because... is your episode, so I will hold back my judgment. <laughs> Judge away. <laughs> Judge away. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I this just... is also your podcast so oh, that's true yeah. I forgot. yeah you can say whatever you want mm-hmm. to me the guest i just i'm learning a lot about you having not known you until today and yeah, the fact that you chose course. mountain dew because mountain dew's everywhere but the ices the slushies yeah just no there. no i don't know i just didn't i probably did but we also had a local dairy queen uh, which i believe was called dairy Cor- cream i believe I is ask, what it was called is that where everyone from high school worked? dairy cream because that's what happened in my hometown um, my first job was also at a Dairy Queen. I don't 
actually think that many people from my school hmm. worked there. Come to think of it, I don't know who the people were that were at that. <laughs> that was a part of the simulation. Everybody that the, was a part of the simulation. Everybody yeah. in the town knew each other except for the people that worked at the Dairy Cream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They were just like, hey, I can go through the drive-through. I know I can go get a milkshake, uh, which I loved to do. Okay, so you uh, like milkshakes, but, but not freezies. Okay, okay. Free, freezies? 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 I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Reese's Pieces. Yeah, no. I wasn't a, uh, wasn't a big uh, freezy guy. Okay. I don't know. Maybe okay. when I was younger, but I, I don't really. Gotcha. I, don't remember, I remember my birth, but I don't remember the details <laughs> yeah. of the freezies that I got. Yes. All right. Well, now, now that we know about the snacks available in your immediate yeah, area. Thank you so much. Thank goodness. <laughs> we have established now that. Now we have a picture of Cooksville, Ohio. Now we understand. But yeah, uh, super small town, not a lot to do. But I wasn't really aware that there wasn't a lot to do because that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. And Zanesville was the big city to me growing up. Wow. When we, we would take weekend trips to Zanesville. Right. And because they had a mall, they had a Walmart, they had a movie theater. That's crazy. They had a Taco Bell. We didn't have a McDonald's. You didn't have a McDonald's? We like had, you had a Dairy Cream. We had a Dairy Cream, mm-hmm. a Dollar General, mm-hmm. a Subway a Domino's and then some like local restaurants that checks out so much for small towns. Like why do they end mm-hmm. up with the same exact layout? I, that's just what it is. So, so far I've learned that Ross's life revolves a lot around what, what uh, is available in the area to him yeah. and he uh-huh. didn't have much yeah, that was no. available. To so him. you can so see you, you started venturing out very, very of course, young exactly. Because exactly. you knew there was more out there. You knew there, there you was, knew a there Taco was Bell. more snacks, more fast food. <laughs> yeah. I said, hold on. I think there's a town nearby with much more restaurant options. And <laughs> I think that that's the life that I deserve. That's absolutely what it was. Yeah. So now that we can really, <laughs> well, the, we got that done. The deep details <laughs> here, <laughs> you know, Honestly, you guys, trigger warning on this episode. Yeah, hey, guys, listen. Sorry, we're getting so deep so quickly. <laughs> so I'm let's so talk sorry. a little bit about your home life. So Crooksville, yeah. Ohio, I know that, um, spoiler alert, that your parents uh, were not together. So were mm-hmm. you worth, bo- with both mom and dad, like, yeah, were well, you how are you in Crooksville? Yeah, they both, for the first half of my life, both of them lived in Crooksville. Okay. And which we've talked about on previous episodes, which may or may not be released before this one gets released. So I don't know, but I'll still explain it. Uh, family was split. And due to the stepmom I had at that time, she made sure that our family was split. So there was basically a civil war that I was in the middle of. And what was her name? Tammy. I, oh yeah, I think that's, <laughs> that's the code name. That's the code name. See, I told you I would tell you off the show but I can't I can't go never did. Names. or I could oh, bleep it out I could say it oh and I God, could bleep it, it out say yeah it. no that's a lot of editing we'll just I mean that's more work for you so oh yeah then I gotta like, go. no, I don't want to have to edit then I, yeah then I do have to go in and I have to find where I said it but yeah uh Tammy 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 the stepmom uh yeah I was unfortunately in the middle of a civil war between my family because of her um so I had like my family lived in the same town that everybody knew each other in but would never interact, would always stay away from each other. And there was always this like weird, when I would be dropped off at one parent's house, there was like uh, this so like, they're like, she's at Dairy Cream. I'm not going to Dairy Cream. Essentially. Okay. Yeah. Essentially, that's what it was. Okay. I mean, literally, they would see each other at like the Dollar General. Yeah. Because like, so why would you, Tammy? Tammy? Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of questions we have Tammy, for Tammy. We, we, she, you know what? She's going to have to come on here. Yeah, that would be best for sure. <laughs> so good for you that would be great or you guys could interview her oh i won't gosh. be in the episode okay great you guys can be like hey we need to 
We just need to talk. I have some questions for Tammy, for yeah, sure. I have, I have some questions for you. Um, but yeah, family, bo- they both lived in Crooksville. Eventually, my mom and that side of the family would move to Zanesville. So they eventually moved away. Moving up in the world. Moving on up to the big city. To where they have a, a Walmart and a Taco Bell. There's, yes, within easy driving distance. Uh, but yeah, not, not a lot going on otherwise, other than just growing up in the turmoil of uh, weird and split family. Okay, okay. So moving forward, high school. We've talked about high school. We have a whole episode on high school. Ooh. An entire episode about high school. So so why don't well why don't we start with elementary and middle then? Since we okay. got a kind of like a handle on high school. Mm, okay. We're gonna have to unlock Just some memories. Which you know we'll, yeah, we'll kinda go we'll go brush over it again have, so that yeah, you can okay. I have a question. I don't know if you are gonna be upset that I'm asking this question, but okay. Ross is not your first name. So can we it's, talk about how we got to Ross? It's not my first name. Yeah. And what? I'm not upset okay, that you great. asked that. And Yay. Leah, you don't know this? There's no way I this hasn't really come up. I feel really deceived right now. There's no way this hasn't come up. There's two things that everybody finds out about my names. One, how to say my last name. Yes. And that and your name is not your name. Two, that I go by my middle name. Mm-hmm. What's your first? Take a guess. Yeah, please. You're, I feel think like of something that Ross does not look like. Does not look like? Yeah. You don't think I look like my first name? No. Really? Do you? Probably. But that's also, I'm me, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's fair. You're like, I'm pretty used to it, actually. <laughs> Tyson. <Yeah>. Tyson, <laughs> Ross Tyson. <laughs> yeah. But my first name is spelled T Y S O N. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. I knew it. Yep. Is that your um, final answer? I'm not good at this. I feel like if if it doesn't look like like what you think you would be, give me three first three that come to your head. Go. I'm gonna just choose really general names because that might give me better. uh, Like Matthew. No. Stephen. No. (laughs) What's another common name that I feel like maybe it is Larry. No, it's not. I actually knew somebody whose first name was Lawrence and his, went by their middle name. His name oh. is Larold. 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 Yeah, Larold Ross Dyson <laughs> is my. So clearly he's a Larold. Name. Yeah. My my final Daisy. guess would be maybe like Michael. Ooh, not it. Sorry. My first name is Thomas. Maybe I did. I no, I didn't know that. Thomas Tyson. That's me. Thomas Tyson. That's so, a pretty cool name. Okay, to answer your question, Brittany. I know another Thomas that doesn't go by Thomas either. That yeah. goes by their middle name. See, I didn't, but I didn't choose that. Mm-hmm. That was a family choice, and I don't really know why. Because you weren't like a junior or anything. Is oh, Thomas no, a no. Fa- Okay, so Thomas isn't even a family name. Ross is a family name. Ross was my uh, grandma's side of the family, their original last name. Nice. Her name was Diana Ross. Fun fact. Wow. That was my grandma's original. And, and that was my grandma. And that was Diana my grandma. Ross. My and that grandma was my grandma. was Diana Ross. Yes, indeed. True. That, that, that's a literal factual statement. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, can't take that away from me. Uh, yeah, middle name's Ross. That comes from family. I don't know. I think the Thomas, I think, maybe came from a great-grandparent or something like that. And they just, it wasn't clicking when you were a baby? I don't, I think, yeah, I just didn't listen. They were like, Thomas, and I would just be like, do, 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 do. and they're like, yeah, this fucking kid. <laughs> and then I guess they started saying Ross, and then I would look. Ah. Yeah, that's the story. Well, maybe when, you know, when you're a kid and your parents go, like, my middle name is Marie, so they, they go, Leah Marie, and as soon as you hear that middle name, you kind of do perk up a little bit. Of course. Bit. So maybe what, that's what it was. What's yours? 
My middle name, Elaine. What's my, what's my first name? What's your first name? Brittany Elaine, Brittany Elaine, Leah Marie, and Thomas Ross. And that Thomas sounds Ross. way cooler mm-hmm. to introduce this show as. Yes, I think that's I feel what like just do. like a kind of a, a, a basic Thomas bitch. Tyson. That's a pretty cool name. Is it cool? I, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I is like it that. Cool? Yeah, that is. Pretty that's cool. a cool. <laughs> no, that's a, a double T. Double T in the morning. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, no. that's <laughs> fairly odd parents. Timmy Turner. Uh, Timmy Turner. Fairly I know, I know Fairly Odd Parents, and I know Timmy Turner, but I don't. I mean, remember Timmy Turner the... is a double T. Oh my God! It's Actually, speaking of Fairly Odd Parents, we're trailing off so far. We're never going to get through this entire story, but I just realized you, you guys are Cosmo and Wanda. <gasps> we are Cosmo yeah. and Wanda, and I'm double T in the morning. I'm Timmy oh, Turner. OMG. Oh my God! This is incredible. Okay, uh, yeah. So big reveal. There it is. Wow, my life has changed forever. Now you know. Now you know me. There's, there's like one friend that only refers to me as tommy after he found out uh wow. that my first name is thomas so there's one person every time literally he goes, tommy he commits he goes hey tommy mm-hmm. and i'm like i actually love this this is fine i accept that i love that yeah. i, w- I want to change my name all the time <laughs> really? i think everybody like does yeah. you know when you were like a kid and you got to go into spanish or like french or whatever class and you got to like pick your oh name? i know both i took spanish and french my spanish name was luna Whoa. Ooh, My French okay. name was Valentina. What? Mm-hmm. Those are dope what names. Were yours? I don't remember at all. I, I don't think I was paying attention <laughs> enough in those classes to... That's why I was in the classes, so I could change my name. I only got to Miyamo S, and then I was like, I don't know. I chose Cosette uh, in French because oh. that's literally like a character from Les Miserables, and I'm a big nerd. Um, and then I think I was Odette also at one point, which was the Princess Swan. I don't know how you guys remembered those. Well, because I chose them for those reasons. Yeah, I literally, I'm not kidding. Like, that's the only, I mean, I had to take language class, but like, that was the reason for my, being alive, being like aware. And because I'm a new person now, I have a mm. new name. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, of course, I remembered it. That is true. Yeah, and I don't you remember. You get to just choose whichever name you want. I mean, technically, when you go in places like to like. Starbies? Y- yeah, you could, you could say, I mean, I any really of could. us could actually, they don't check ID. We could say whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. we could just start saying whatever we want. <gasps> Even on a podcast like this one. Yeah. We yeah. just name ourselves whatever. Yeah. Well, we yeah. already had like 15 names per That's person true. today. That's true. Yeah, so just to circle back around so people are clear, uh, we've said <laughs> a lot of names. I am, well, I mean, you could call me Thomas if you want. Middle name, that's the reveal. It's Ross. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Wow. That is it. I'm so, so sorry glad you didn't that know that. you were the T-R-T. That. T-R-T. Mm-hmm. That's me. That uh, is me. T-R-T. What else you want to know? Okay. Well, well now Keep I have a lot of. Me. Now I'm. Now I feel like I don't know you at all. So, <laughs> which is perfect for the we theme of this episode. We're in elementary school. We're in elementary. School. Oh yeah, we were gonna dive into. Yeah, I gotta unlock some memories there. Um, Who's your best your, friend? Yeah, your best friend. And I want to know about your first crush that you remember. Oh mm, I yeah. I do. I do remember her absolutely. Um, I. You know what? I had a bunch of different best friends at different points in time. I feel like my first one, his name was a trail. Okay. From Never Ending Story. I do remember that. Very cool. Wow. That was, that was where it came from. I do remember that. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember much else about our friendship outside of, oh, I do have one distinct memory. I stayed at his house, and because I was such a good little child, we were watching Leprechaun. And I can't remember. I think it's like Leprechaun oh, uh, where he goes movie. to Las Vegas. Love it. And there's a scene in that where a woman ends up topless. Her boobies are out. Wow. As a good child, even though I loved horror movies, I said, I can't watch these boobs. I've got to get under this blanket right and now. And I remember like 
distracting myself and he was like look look and i remember his this is one of my favorite things his mom was on the uh, on the couch asleep behind us and you're like sitting on the floor she woke up during this commotion oh god to see me being a good child and avoiding the boobs and then she later told my mom that i was a good kid for avoiding the boobs and my mom's like good job for avoiding the boobs <laughs> So wow. that's a fun story. Do you still avoid the boobs? <laughs> as much it's as the possible. real question. As, as much, much as, as possible. possible. Just, just disgusted by them. <laughs> <laughs> After that day, I was like, boobs? Not, not for, for me. me Absolutely all. not. So Ross is an ass man. Clearly. <laughs> I can't just see, I can't be on a podcast and be like, yeah, no, boobs are cool. <laughs> or can I? Can I do that? I Boobs are cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think boobs are cool too. Yeah, okay, okay. I like boobs. We all agree yeah. that boobs are cool. They Boobies are. Right. are very cool. Yeah. All right, first crush. First crush. Her name was Olivia. Mm, good name. And I don't really remember what grade it was or anything else around it other than, and I think I've told you guys this story before, but we're rehashing a lot here. Uh, she is who my stepmom, when she found out that I had a crush on this girl, mm. like just dove head first into bullying me about. Oh, yes. No. So like, first crush i'm like oh this girl i have a big crush on her and it was literally my best friend a trail at the time who revealed to my stepmom did he know better oh no or did he was he just like kind of poking fun and that would oh, be no, normal it was, in a normal household yeah, it was just yes it was it would have been normal in a normal house where he's like haha ross is a crush on olivia the girl we go to school with and then my stepmom's like oh yeah you little fucking mm. bitch <laughs> nobody <laughs> And I'm like, Olivia, huh? Olivia, huh? And then literally just berated me for probably as long as I could remember after that about any time that girl got brought up, any time. Can you imagine if she found out that you looked away from the boobs? Oh, God. Then would she think different? Are you saying Olivia finds out? No, no, no. She would have been like, you little bitch. You scared of boobs? (laughs) That's actually probably true. She would have, yeah, instead of being like, hey. If she had told your stepmom versus your mom. Oh, my God. So Tammy bullies you about having a crush on this girl. She does. Yes. Yes, she does. Is it something that, like, to a point where you're like, man, I don't even like this girl anymore? Uh, I think it definitely, I mean, as a kid, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go ask this girl out or anything. I, I, I was just like, oh yeah, I don't know. Like I have a crush on her. Like, I don't know what to do. And then yes, the fact that my stepmom is like super making fun of me for it. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't want anything to do with this yeah, thing. Like, like, actually, I, this is super uncomfortable. Never mind. Girls yeah. are bad. Turns out you just made this super uncomfortable. So I guess I'm just going to keep all the secrets from you moving forward. Oh my Healthy. gosh. And so, yeah, that was, but that was my dynamic with nearly anything until she left when I was like 12 or 13. Wow. It, basically, everything kind of had to be a secret from her. So you were like going into middle school when that separation happened, right? Um, or like you were maybe like that just had to be fresh like eighth into grade? Yeah, freshman year. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere around in there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. would you say that, you, that your middle school experience was better than your elementary school experience just for that alone? Um. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, when she was out of the picture, like, and I'm not trying to just, like, trash her or something, but, I mean, when she was out of the picture, life became normal. Okay. Like, I got like to... Like, what it should have just been the whole time. Yes. Like, and I, th- I think this is another thing I've told you guys before, but the first time that I ever saw my parents physically hug was after my stepmom had left the picture. Wow. And my mom came over to my dad so we could collectively sit down because my dad was, like, unsure of how to explain 
what was you know like how to break the news basically of like hey we're divorcing we're blah 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 meanwhile you're like yeah yeah oh dude a hundred percent what is it my birthday literally and like this not to not to just take us into like sad territory here but uh like my relationship with my dad also vastly changed when she was out of the picture because he it was definitely that case of she was always right to him no matter what happened happy wife happy life literally like he it was just like seems like she was very very hard to deal with so he was probably just like surviving yeah yeah i I think it was a mixture of like him being blinded by you know the love the whatever yeah and then also just being like oh yeah i don't i we probably shouldn't uh go much further than where this conversation is going so uh, yeah whatever she says Mm -hmm. is just kind of what goes and that's it he was just covering his own ass because he was probably dealing with a lot of the same stuff you were but just on a different like yeah and probably just not knowing how to do and i i have one distinct memory i don't think i've ever told this story before uh, I have one distinct memory of one of the first times like in middle school or elementary or something like that, obviously before she left, um, my, like we tried to confront the issue, like tried to actually do something about it. Oh, wow. And so my mom and I went to my grandparents' house, so my dad's parents, and okay. we sat and like I told all to my grandma and grandpa, and they were fully aware because they were also being like, controlled by her like they also did not like her okay um and i remember like laying it all out this was like the big go this was like one of my earliest memories of like i have to confront this major problem that i have and this is like my shot yeah Yeah. and so we have this whole conversation they call my dad up just because it's me and my mom creating a problem he gets angry at my mom and like but like my point being not just oh here's a traumatic story but more so it was those sort of things that he, he would just ignore it. It was like when it was brought up and he was presented with that issue, he would get angry that it was being brought up yeah, and say that so this, is just, this is just you saying this, you're making him think this, this isn't right, blah, blah, blah. And like, I remember like my grandpa actually being like, no, like this is an actual issue and you need to listen to your son. Thank Unfortunately, God, at that point all. in time, he did not. He did not listen to me. And it took uh, them having enough of their own problems for her to eventually leave. But that literally was my dynamic growing up. So, like, I can't sit and be like, oh, I had such a bad childhood or, like, I was blah, blah, blah. But, like, looking back on it, I can identify, like, I was mentally and emotionally abused for sure mm-hmm. by this person. Because anything I did, I was terrified of. Yeah. I was terrified of her finding out if I got a B on a paper. I was terrified of her finding out if I hung out with a friend at my mom's house that she didn't want me to hang out with anytime. Which, just so we're clear, that is about childhood. Like, you probably had good moments in your childhood. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... That like maybe you weren't getting system? like maybe you weren't getting like the shit kicked out of you or anything but like the things that yeah. happen to us mentally and emotionally can be very scarring right i mean obviously you weren't in like immediate danger mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that you should look at it as um necessarily like normal or like it's justification for the fact that like you went through some shit right yeah yeah, yeah. and that's that's always like the kind of mental like battle that I go back and forth. I'm like, ah, should you really complain about these things? Like, cause it's not like people had it worse. Like I'm, I'm always the like, well, somebody had it worse. And I'm like, well, yeah, but mine like still suck though. Yeah. Like well, I was, especially when you're a kid, yeah. you don't care what anyone else is going through. You just know what you're yeah, going through. Yeah. No. And I, I mean, I was literally like anytime I was going to my dad's house, terrified, literally terrified. So like I lived my life, I would say in 
80% fear at all times. Not a good childhood, Ross. (laughs) Until, until she eventually left. So like everything around that, like, yeah, like you said, Leah, like, of course there were good moments. And of course there were good moments with her. And like, there were like, you know, totally like fine things, but it was riddled with like, like, oh yeah, this can go south at any moment. You're going to be like grounded for looking at somebody the wrong way. And you were, I was sort of just like a pawn in her game of like, trying to essentially overthrow my mom that was essentially what it was like she did not want me to like my mom yeah did you did you have young parents yes okay so when when did they have you how old were they um i've gotten this wrong on podcast before and 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 my mom has said hey you made us a couple years too young hey um we were not we were not that young (laughs) but they were like like 19 to like 21 22 okay something like that then when did Tammy become your stepmom? When I was like four. Okay, so this so is yeah. still was like early 20s. 23, 24. Yes. When everything started. And that's the other part of me that, like, now as an adult, like, even though, yes, it was shitty and, like, all that sort of stuff, like, I can look back and be like, she was not ready to be a parent. But I also, my mom had me at 19. I know I'll have my own episode, but mm-hmm. my mom had me at 19. Uh, my mom and dad got divorced when I was four. And I got my stepmom at four. Yeah. And she was like 22 or 23 Mm -hmm. and was not ready to be a stepmom. But that, what she was doing was not because she wasn't ready to be a parent. And and that is, yes, that is the the other point of that. She was as a person. And to be fair, not that this is any of my stuff to talk about, but like I, I have a little sister via her and my dad in conversations with my little sister tell me that she has not changed. So while I can sit and be like, oh, she was, you know, thrown this four-year-old, blah, blah, blah. When it comes down to it, yes, you're both correct. She, she's, truth, she's not a nice person. She's just not, she's not a nice person. Yeah, and And she's got to live with that. And you're doing great things. Yeah, and that's, but that's the weird thing is like now I I can identify, I feel like so many things I did like luckily learn in a positive way from that experience with her as a kid of like, I feel like that added to me being able to be very direct with people and stand up for myself now and be very just like, because everything was so riddled in like, I've got to kind of lie my way around this. And if I say the wrong thing, You've then I'm going to get dealing with confrontation yeah. your whole life. So literally you can just like get to the point. Exactly. And that's why I think so much of why I am the way I am now where I'm like, can we just cut through all the like stuff? Can yeah. we not talk about like, Oh, well maybe it's like, th-. I'm like, we can just get to the point mm-hmm. because I think so much of my childhood was built around people not getting to the point and not wanting to deal with the problem. At exactly. Hand. Like the major problem, yeah. it was just kind of avoided, avoided, avoided Beating until it around couldn't the be. bush constantly. And I, I yeah. do think that that sort of built me up to now be like, dude, can we just, no, no, let's just make a decision. Let's just decide. Is this going to work or is it not? Do we want to do this? Do we not want to do this? Yeah. And obviously sometimes things take time. You got to like, plot and you know whatever but i can identify a lot of things from her and from childhood that i'm like oh yeah that's probably why like another thing i think we've talked about before is i even though i can be the most sarcastic person in the room and i love joking and love doing a bunch of stupid stuff i can't take jokes very well because they hurt 
because that's all she did was bully me and say, you know, if I had and a she, green like, shirt wasn't on. Joking, so you don't register it as a joke. It doesn't like even so though we're over here like Ross, you're out of the podcast. We're just gonna do it ourselves, <laughs> and you're like, okay. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. In my brain, I'm like, damn, they actually they don't want me to. Like, and I don't actually believe that. But like my initial response to all of those things is it stings a little bit. Yeah. It's always ouch first. Even when I know, I absolutely know that someone is just joking or whatever. But like, again, growing up, if I had a, a green shirt on, she would be like, Oh, is that your favorite green shirt? And I'm like, not anymore, I guess. Like yeah. just a bunch of weird shit like yeah. that. So now as an adult, like luckily I understand how to like process those things and like, Oh yeah, I know when someone's joking. I know when they don't mean, you know, those sort of things, but it is still kind of hard. And that's, I, I think, like I separate like, Hey, when is it time to be silly and sarcastic? And when is it time to like kind of be serious and honest? Like I can mesh them really well. Yeah. Like we can go from like, Oh, making us, we can talk about boobs to then talk about like serious. Like I'm fine making that transition, but my initial want for a conversation or an interaction is less determined which one this is. It's gotta be black and white. Like again, it can go back and forth. I'm not saying it can't, but I I most often I'm like, can we just be serious about this for a second? Like, can't be like prepared for what is yeah. Like, could we actually? Because then I also need to know, like, do I need to be funny back to you? Like, are you expecting, like, because I'm expecting, like, oh yeah, I really want to get to know you and have a real life conversation, all this sort of stuff. And yes, we can joke while we do that. But also, if you're permanently just like nothing serious, I'm like, oh, then I don't know. Yeah, are we flowing with this or are we choosing one? Right. That's and I can do whichever you want. But I kind of need to know. Well, it does get which, uncomfortable when you're like ready to dig deep, and then people are like up here, and you need, and you're like, "Oh, I'm down here. Do you want me to come yeah, up, or uh, do you want to come down?" Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's almost like, luckily, the benefit of like doing things like podcasts and stuff is usually most people come in, they know what they're getting into. So I can sit with somebody, and be like, "All right, cool. We can just cut to." I can sit down with somebody and be like. Like we started this like, episode. Let's get real. So yeah. tell me what, what was growing up like? Where did you find your passions? Where did blah, blah, blah. And sure, we're, we might joke amongst that. Yeah. But there's like an established like thing. So I think, yeah, for me, like it did build up a lot of those things where I was like, okay, I don't deal with BS very well. Like I also have a very low tolerance for like stupidity and also authority. I don't do yeah. well with authority. I don't either. I at all. Do, that is. I don't. Yeah, I, I do too I well hate. with authority. I think. Really? Yeah. What do you like? Yeah, what is it? I know elaborate. this isn't. Well, we'll get into. We'll get into my. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let that's me like, just write down authority. Here. Yeah, that's for another episode, <laughs> folks. Which you can check out. Uh, Leah's story episode is either out already or coming soon. Who could ever say? Um, but yeah, like I and I think that's because like I was I had a dictator in my family. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I literally had every th- decision I made was someone else dictating whether I could do that, whether I would get in trouble for it. So now as an adult, I'm like, I fucking hate anyone telling me what to do. Doesn't mean I can't follow rules. Doesn't mean I won't listen and and follow when I need to. Absolutely. But my natural instinct and my natural like want is like, oh no, I kind of need to be in charge of my own thing. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like willing to listen to other people. I want there to be a team environment. I want there to be all that sort of stuff. But like, does it depend on the task at hand? Like if it's someone that is like a master of something and they're whatever showing me, of course, like follow the instructions. But if it's like, a collaborative thing and you know that you bring the same thing to the table as the other person. You're like, don't talk to me. 
Uh, kind of, yeah. You know? Not, le- obviously, less of like a don't talk to me, but <laughs> don't more, fucking talk to me. But uh, yeah, more of a like, hey, I know that we're equals in this situation. Mm-hmm. But if it is somebody who's like, oh yeah, you are absolutely, you know better than I, I do. I will openly, I will just say that. Be like, oh yeah, you, you, you got this. I don't. I'll, I'll listen. I'll follow you. But it also really, really depends. This is like what I mean by like low tolerance for like shit in general. It's like. If I can tell someone has a bad attitude, I immediately write them off. It's just a respect thing. Yeah, yeah I, and I'm like, oh, okay, you're not showing me or this person or these other people respect. It's not that I'm like, I don't want to ever speak to you. I don't want to ever interact with you. But I immediately categorize you. Mm-hmm. So, and oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, I can see who you are and what you're doing. And how to interact with so you now, specifically. So now I don't respect you. And my biggest thing is, here's, this is, I feel exactly like you, me, I can do whatever with authority, but I need you to know that I don't respect you. Like, I need you to know that I'm not happy with the situation that I'm in right now. I'm, I'm kind of like that. Like, because again, going back to like the cut through the BS thing also, when issues like that pop up, when someone has annoyed me, bothered me, ruined something, messed something up or whatever, I've grown to like, I don't look for confrontation at all, but when it's there and I know there's something that needs confronted, I'm hundred percent just like, and now we're going to talk about this, whether yeah. you want to or not. I, do, I don't like to sit in those yucky. Feelings. I can't because, like, I I'm, I'm queen of those yucky feelings. Oh, I'm 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 the king of like thinking out every scenario over and over, which then makes me sit with the feelings of things that haven't even happened yet. And then I'm sitting and I'm going over it over and over, making up all these stories, these conversations with, which everyone does. But it's not good for your nervous system because it feels exactly the same as if you were having the conversation. Exactly. So then it's like I've had this confrontation five times with you in the shower with me in the shower and i have yet to even talk to the person or even know if i need to talk to this person so i feel like also relatively early on in life that was a thing that i started to identify is even though you know as a teenager even still as a kid or whatever i wasn't like i'm super confident and i'm gonna go talk to everybody who needs talking to you know what It, it wasn't that but i was like early developed a like like can we just solve the problem yeah like can we just talk about the thing you got thrown into situations where it would have been the it would have been the way to solve it it would have been the way to fix things and make things livable you know for your situation for you and for everybody else involved and you knew that because your family was telling you if we can just all sit down and talk maybe it would help everything Mm -hmm. and for the longest time, you probably had those conversations of like what you wanted to say to your stepmom or to your dad or to whoever. Right. And I'm sure that that probably like later in life, you're now you're like, I'm not wasting time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to get to it and because I waited my whole like childhood to finally like say how I felt. And it took that long for everything to be okay again. Yep. You're exactly. In a position where you don't have to like be around people you don't like. Like yeah, you're not shoved no. in a room with people and be like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm gonna deal with you because of this. No, and and you're a grown up. I'm a grown up now, which we have a whole episode about adulting. You can also listen to anytime. Uh, but yeah, no, that that is the thing. So now I I can identify. Okay, that's so much of how I was shaped comes from a lot of those interactions of like, mm-hmm. kind of not really having control over my childhood. Which like to be fair. W- which of us does you know what i mean like yeah you're a child you don't really have control but having that extra layer of like no any decision you make might be the wrong one 
Like if I ate dinner wrong, no, I could be grounded at the be end. The wrong one, essentially. Yeah, exactly. I, somebody looking failure. for the wrong one. But yeah. like during that entire time, though, I also had like art and creativity and all these sort of things that I was like able to just kind of get lost in. That was like, okay, these are these are my skills. These are the fun things I like to do. So I could just kind of jump into imagination land of like, all right, cool. I'm just going to draw for 10 hours today and hope that she doesn't bother me. Right. Yeah. That brings yeah. me to my next question. Mm-hmm. What was your dream job when you were a kid? Ooh, I don't know. I really don't know because I feel like it has changed. I feel like it was definitely that like whatever I was into. At the time, you're like, at the moment, I'm whatever. like, I want to do this thing. Hey, Absolutely. Me. 100% someone hire me. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I don't know if I ever, and I feel like I'm still kind of that way. I was gonna say I feel like yeah. that's carried into your adult life because uh, that's you, why I ask because I'm like because you haven't landed on anything specific really. No, and you, I, you're yeah. kind of a jack of all trades. You do a lot of things depending on like okay, this is what I'm thinking about right here in this moment. I want to do this so much, and that's what you do yeah. so much, and it's it's so like interesting to see like you know how it'll be like 1 a.m and we'll get a text from you and you're like i just did x y and z for the podcast and videos and (laughs) and i'm like oh thanks like i've eaten a whole bag of chips (laughs) yeah yes so i feel like you're you're very much like when you're like in like the honestly same zone you're like all right i got like things i need to do for this Mm -hmm. and this is like i'm gonna get all of them done and maybe you're like not working on anything else you know from other podcasts or any other projects that you you have but like maybe when it's finished then you get that feeling of accomplishment you did the thing and then you're like all right what else yeah like what's the next thing right and i i I don't know as a kid i don't know if i was consciously making like those choices but because as a kid you are just like whatever my imagination takes me today that's what i'm doing but I would, I would always lean so heavily into those in any way. Like I would play a video game and like, if I wanted to be like a motocross racer that month, yes. I was playing like a motocross game and I would like, you are, that is your job. That is That's my full-time like, job I'm, right now. I'm customizing like the jerseys and the bikes. I literally would like have notebooks where I would like write down like my sponsorships and my, like any game that I was playing, a skateboarding game. I was like, this is me. This is my story. This is my deck. This is my, all this yeah. sort of stuff. Like I've always whatever that is i've always had that like now i could identify it as like oh like a marketing brain or a branding brain Mm -hmm. it's not really what it is when you're a kid but i would lean so heavily into it yeah way heavier than most of the people around me yeah and like i remember my first business venture happened in third grade Mm. okay because and and i'm sure my memory is probably a little hazy and it's gonna sound way more structured than what it was but I remember getting a group of friends together and we all just got the idea that we should make a comic book. And so two of us could draw really well. And then someone else was like the stapler. Someone else literally, their job was like to take the papers that we drew. You had to include them. And they were like, I will the, staple the them. Editor. And put the them editor. together. And then another person, their parents had a laminator at home. And at the time we were like, holy shit. So they would take the front and back covers. This is like a they would, magical story. They would take them home and laminate them. And then, and then like the next day at school, after we had this, we did the whole process, they would bring them back and we would have like a, a, two comics or something. And other kids were like, this is amazing. And then they would buy them. Holy crap. And That's it's awesome. so fun that I remember at that point in time, we got a rule made 
for the school that like they were like, hey, just so everybody knows, students cannot be making things and, and selling them to other students. Oh, so not? then they don't have lunch money and they don't like, <laughs> but we would end up in like, we even would like divvy up the money we made. Like if anyone out there from Crooksville has one of these. Oh, dude, that books, would be I would love. We will buy it back. Three dollars cash. I remember our our brand name was Scar Comics because it was the first initial of all of our names. And that's that's the word that we made it you into. You mean scat. Scat? Because your name's Thomas. Oh, wow. Yeah. You got me there. You got me there. But they didn't know that at that point in time. I was Ross. Damn. It was just baby Ross. All right. Um, but yeah. So that, that, that was it. So like even early on. I think all the things we're talking about of like, oh, the gears are turning and we're doing business things sort of, but they're not really business things. But we're like going so deep into creativity that we're just making something of all of it. Mm -hmm. That was like permanently what I did all the time. I want to get it. I want to start digging deep more into like the emotional side of young Ross. So let's, let's talk about your first girlfriend. When was my first girlfriend? There were so many. No, no, no. And how many at once? No, no. When was my first? I literally don't think I actually had. No, you know what? My first girlfriend, I was forced into via her friends. Okay, so this was was the, you didn't talk the whole day. Absolutely. It was just like. It was just you avoid each other. This was like so young. uh, That's what I'm saying. It's like so young that it doesn't actually count. That's like. Are we hey, doing first real relationship? Yeah, is this like first? Because then we're then we're fast forwarding. Like the first girl that you actually were like, like you kissed her and you actually like like interacted with her. I like, want like the actual... first like you were like I love you. We're gonna be together forever. Yeah. Like, uh, do I say her name or do I just tell the story? You can just tell the story if you want. That's I mean, you can you say yeah, the name. That, that's that wasn't until high school. Okay. Oh. Like okay. first real relationship that was like oh, this is the girl. Holy shit, this is incredible. We're going to be together forever. How, how did we meet so young? We're so lucky that we have the incredible, rest of our but, lives. But that's Seven also, billion people on the planet, and but, you're the one for me. That's the Crooksville mindset, though. Oh, that's yeah. the small town mindset. It's like, well, yeah, there's more to the world, but like, you're my world now, and we're here. I literally, this is wild to think about, and I'm, I'm jumping around the timeline here, but her and I, like, I remember at one point in time, like, went and looked at houses to buy in Crooksville. Wow. And like, At what age? Like, how old were you? you oh, 19, 20. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, but that was the thing. Like, and my dad was like, you should do this. So did you date her for a couple years? Yes. So she is actually my longest relationship that I've ever been in, still, to this day. Wow. Dated her for a little over three years. I think like three and a half years or something like that. Damn. So that was tail end of high school into like early adulthood. I was in that relationship. But if you think about adulthood now, like I moved in with Nick after like a year. So you yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah, when right. you think about like if you had been together for three years and you Looking were like at, at the age, like, yeah, which like I if, guess is, if yeah. I didn't know how young you were, then I wouldn't have been like, wait, why would you yeah. be like thinking about that? Right, at such right. A young Looking age. at houses in Crooksville. That, that's yeah, the that's my problem. Is I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what were you? Do-? Because I I was trying to start figuring out like creative work and all that sort of stuff at that point in time, but I, I was just like, this is what you do. You are in love and then you get a house and then we should probably have a kid at some point soon. And then like, I just, whatever yeah, happens, like, happens. Is, like, yeah, like this is life now. That's yeah. That was essentially the idea. So yeah. where did it go wrong? Mm. Mm, we were both learning how to become adults together, but needed to do that separately. Okay. So like, as we're continuing to figure out who each of us are, 
we started to uncover the like, maybe these things don't mesh. Now at the time, I didn't believe that. You know, I was very much like, we will, oh make, this work. We will make it work. Incredible. We're going to be together forever. I've never been more in love in my entire life. Right. Oh my God. And like, she, I think also just sort of got tired of me of just like being with me. And I think she wanted to venture out and experience more of her life. What yeah. is she doing now? Do you know? I don't know. We are like friends. We're like civil and everything. So it didn't, it didn't. Good. Yeah. It's not like a, a hateful. So it wasn't thing. like a, like a big heartbreak. Oh no, it was. It, it was. Okay. No, okay. absolutely. That's what I yeah. Okay. okay. So, so yeah, basically, um, how should I say that? I'll decide later in the edit if this stays in. Uh, she did, you know, at the end, she did do that. I mean, that's your real life. Yeah, that's real life. And so that, you know, of course, like, that was, like, the weird thing of, like, she, like, didn't want to be together, did things like that, but then, like, when we would talk about, like, when I was, like, maybe we should split, she was, like, oh, my God, no, 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 no. But then it was mainly her decision eventually when we did split Gotcha. Of her being like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm like, no, my fucking life is over. Holy yeah. shit. There's nothing else I will ever experience in my life again. Yeah. Um, so that was absolutely first heartbreak. Okay. 100%. First heartbreak for sure. Um, and I was, I was like, I was stuck on her for a I minute. I was going to say, so did you kind of like try to convince her? Like afterwards, like we should, we could fix it. We oh, absolutely. Get back together. Absolutely. Okay. Because that's, that's also like, and I, you have both learned that I am still, I get less stuck, but I'm still stubborn enough that like, no, the problem can be solved. Yeah. You both know that at this point, I'm still like that. I'm still the like, okay, there's the problem, but like, what can we obstacle. do to fix yeah, it? Yeah. You're like, there's just an obstacle. And they're like, this is a really big thing. And you're like, yeah. we're just going to get over it. It's okay. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, cool. Like we can work together. We can solve this. Any, any problem is solvable. It's cool. And most people don't think like that no they're just like nope this is just my life and that's what it is and i'm like oh shit i can't deal with not getting to try and solve a problem that i'm involved in um so yeah she 100 percent at the end of it it definitely turned into like her being like i don't fucking want this get out of here and i'm like oh my god i'm sad little heartbroken boy who doesn't know what to do Mm -hmm. and yeah i was I, i was stuck on her for legitimately like over a year if not longer okay like for sure they say that it's what half of the length of your relationship is how long it takes you to get over it oh i've never heard that before something like that that. then yeah that checks out i get yeah yeah that would that would check out then but yeah that was because again i also didn't know how to really like feel my emotions at that point in time, communicate what I was really thinking, which again, as we're growing up, we all learn, uh, I mean, should. It's not even about learning. It's just about where our brain is when we're that young. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. So how old were you when you guys split? 20, I want to say like 22 probably. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 You guys were together for a really long time. Yeah. I mean, literally like our early years of like, oh, we are becoming adults and we're trying, starting to identify like, what do we want in the world? What do we like? And even though we were in the bubble of our hometown, there still was like things venturing out that were like, oh, maybe it's this. Because like also at that point in time, like fresh out of high school, like I started like the clothing line. I started doing like music promotional things. Like I was venturing into those things, just not really with a plan necessarily yeah. yeah but my plan at that point important time more than anything was i will be with this girl forever yeah 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 your life revolved around it oh 100 percent. yeah so then yeah when that was gone it was like 
this is all I've known for the last like three years. What and there was like, it was comfortable. It was exactly. It was like, who am I without like this person? Even though like I've, I didn't know, like I was forming an identity without being able to consciously identify that I was forming an identity. Mm -hmm. I was just like, Oh, I do creative stuff because I want to, and I want to be cool. Yeah. But oh my gosh, this girl doesn't think I'm cool anymore. So like it, what's it worth? Yeah. Okay. So none of this stuff is cool. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, that was, that was definitely the thing. So yeah, broke up, uh, pro- yeah, probably around like 22 or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, I mean, that's still like relatively like adult compared to like, I feel like if I was like, oh, my first boyfriend, I was 13, you know, like, right. mm-hmm. but I feel like that's like, yeah, you're, you're an adult in that situation. And especially I think when it comes to like high school sweetheart kind of situations, when you make it past like the graduation, I feel like at that point you're like, oh, we can do anything. And so it was probably hard to be like, but we've done all these things. We've grown up together. And now suddenly it's like you, you were both growing up, but maybe not like growing up together. It was like, you kind of grew separate. Yeah. 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 There was definitely like, it was, it was obvious that there were separate lives being formed that wouldn't really mesh well together. Yeah. Gotcha. Like that, like not that they were like vastly different, but it definitely was like, oh, I'm doing a little bit more of this and you're kind of going over here. And it was sort of just like, oh, well, we've been together for this long. Like, if that's what we are now. Like, we are together. Yeah, we're just together. Like, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't that there was like a lack of emotion or something like that, but it was just like, oh yeah, this is, we, yeah, we committed, right? Like, this is, we're going to be together forever. Like, you that's, think that's the American dream. Like, yeah, literally like mm-hmm. small town, high school sweetheart, all this sort of stuff. You do some fun stuff and then you settle down and buy a house in your hometown. And then that's, which I, yeah. Well, so how long after this breakup did you move to Columbus? Um, probably a Did you not move to Columbus until you were 23 years old? Yeah. Yeah. I moved to Columbus. I didn't realize you stayed in Crooksville that long. Well, so I lived in... Yeah, I was in Crooksville for a good amount of time. Then I eventually moved to Zanesville. Moving on up. Uh, and then, yeah, I lived in Zanesville for a little bit of time. That's also when I, like, met and started working with Josh. So it was like, oh, everything I want to do is here. We're yeah. good. Like, cool. We're doing all the things. Um, and then, yeah, I moved to Columbus in 2014. Do you want to explain who Josh is really quick? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so Josh, if anybody's familiar with uh, any of the video production stuff that I do, uh, yeah, Josh is kind of like creative partner in all of those assets. And so like at the time when I had that clothing line, he actually purchased stuff from my clothing line. And because I like would customize like handwritten notes, like thank you letters in all of the orders, mm-hmm. he was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like what the fuck? Like this person cares. And so he reached out and was like, hey, I'm trying to get into like video and photo and stuff. Could I take some like photos or video for your clothing line? And I was like, what? Like, cause I had had photos done and stuff yeah, via yeah. A, uh, somebody that a mutual friend of he and I, but like, I was like, this dude can do a commercial for me. Like, Oh my yeah. God. And then, so You're yeah, that big time literally. And so that was the beginning of our working relationship was him ordering stuff from me and then being like, Hey, so technically I started as like a client of his kind of, like where he was like, hey, I just want to just let me shoot stuff for you. Let me film some stuff. I just want to do that. And then we ended up sitting in a uh, Wendy's for. I was going to l- guess Denny's. I don't know why. <laughs> it was a Wendy's uh, for legitimately six hours one day and talked about all of our like at the time hopes, dreams, goals, like how we looked at like 
creativity in the music industry, which that was like the big focus at the time, all that sort of stuff, and realized that we like meshed super well on like everything. So then it became, oh, well, hey, he wants to get in the shooting music videos, and I have all these bands that I'm working with via this promotional agency thing that I do. So, all right, cool. This stuff just like goes together. And then I, you know, going through the timeline, eventually that's when I learn photography and video and all that yeah. sort of stuff from him. So, what instrument do you play, Ross? Because I know you've been in bands, but we oh, never yeah, talk we about yeah. that. Uh, we'll put play in quotations. <laughs> Um, Let me guess then. Is it bass? It's absolutely bass. (laughs) If anyone plays an instrument, it's bass. You can't really, you can't really get away with just faking it on a lot of other instruments. Yeah, no. Like when I was younger, I was interested in guitar. Mm -hmm. As we all are, uh, of course. We're like, I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be guitar. Yes, actually, I originally wanted to be a drummer, and then I think my parents, my my dad was like, I don't want to deal with that. So mm. guitars are cooler. I distinctly remember him being like, guitarists get to stand at the front of the stage. And I'm like, yeah, that's you're right. definitely a thing. Yeah. And also, yeah. like, drummers are so, so important. And a lot of them are more talented than I will ever be in my entire life just for, like, for what they can do. Yeah. But, like, having to pack up all that stuff and then, like, make sure it's all set up exactly how you want it. Yeah. And all of that yeah. stuff, too. Like, I feel like that would have been... So yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, it it quickly became he talked me into guitar and I was like, sure, and then I just never really learned. Okay. Like I I I was that like, oh, let me watch cuz like YouTube was yeah. a thing at that point in time and it was like, let me watch this like person play through whatever song on guitar and that wasn't I'm very hard and then I'm just going to kind of Oh shit. But anyway, it, here's Wonderwall. Yeah, but it was more like like yeah. You're like this is good. I'm like damn. I sound great. This is incredible. And my dad's downstairs like I should have got on drums. <laughs> um so yeah, because I was like a 2% guitar player, it made me perfect for bass. Yeah. Later on when um the band in our hometown, like, and I say the band because, like, at that point in time, scene music is really a thing. It's really cool to be a scene kid, all that sort of stuff. There was one, like, metalcore band. What were they called? Oh, what was their name? Uh, their original name was The Balcony Scene, which I think is a some, some song okay. title from some other from band. something else. Um, and my cousin was the drummer in that band. Gotcha. And But we were all, you know, friends at school and all that sort of stuff. And... Then eventually one of my best friends during like early high school gets asked to come try out to be the vocalist of like kind of their new band that they're making out of that group. And then he was like, you should just come with me like and hang out. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, cool. I'll come hang with all the friends. And then that day, literally, I just like am there and they're like, we need a bassist. And they were like, Ross, haven't you like looked at a guitar before? And I was like, yes, I have. I have absolutely laid eyes <laughs> on a guitar so before. Thank you so much for asking. Thank I, you for I asking. Sh- I have I seen surely one. have. There's also several in this room, in case you were wondering. <laughs> and then they were like, you should play bass. And I was like, I think I could do that. Especially when it's scene music and all I have to do is I can do that. I can do that all day. All right. One okay, string, well, one big string, death good, notes, good, we're good. good. We love that for you. So yeah, it was um, bass and then eventually later vocalist. So, Ooh, yeah. no way. That, that might be an ultra secret thing that no one really knows because I never do it around anybody. And you heard it here first. And folks. you're hearing it here do first. It right now. I'm not doing it. Is there a recording of it somewhere? Of the old songs? Yes. Oh, that you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. 
You better remember the name of that so we can look it yeah. up. Oh, I have. Yeah, I can show you. Not remembering right now. No, yeah. no, I can absolutely show you. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. You just don't want them to that be was, able to find it. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> you. you guys aren't gonna find it, but they will get to hear the unreleased tracks. Actually, they were released. Yeah, they're public, but. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So good luck finding them. Good luck finding those. They won't be in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Later, that was like, again, for a while, like band, that was my life. I was like, hell yeah, this is it. I want to be in a band more than anything, which is also when I started to form those, again, the marketing and branding thoughts of like, why can't the project that I'm in be presented like all of these other cool yeah. bands that I see yeah, why yeah. Can online. I have cool stuff? Like I can have cool photos and why can't I have cool videos and we can have cool songs. Like that was my first kind of introduction actually to Columbus was us coming up here to record our songs with producers up here. Oh. So like, yeah. And like, I, I literally remember Who did you record with. Is it anybody that I know? Um, do you know Sod Ahmed or Kevin Langford? Do you remember like Crimson Armada names, House? I was gonna anything? say the you're from Cleveland, very, so I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I played a show with the Crimson Armada. Okay. Um, back in the day, so like I knew of them, and I've heard, yeah. I've, I've definitely heard the name. It's like uh, you know David Puckett, right? I again a name that I oh, okay, know, okay. but a person who I don't believe I've met. Okay, well they they like all lived in a in house, together, house together, and so okay. that was like we I, we were going up there. That's where I met all of those people. Yeah, like that, it okay. was just like I was like scene kid in not that great metalcore band coming up for them to rewrite all of our songs and make them decent for the time and make and make them sound like what everybody else and was doing what's wild of. is like they did though yeah like they oh, literally gosh, like yeah i somehow was in a band right at the beginning of not only social media like be really being a thing where it was like myspace was a thing and it was about to be ending and now it was like facebook and all that sort of stuff mm -hmm. but i also feel like i was right at the beginning of like local bands having access to solid producers yeah not yeah. saying that never existed before but no, like but there it, became it's that a game wave changer it, yeah. it was a game changer and i feel like that was the era was like the crimson armada era was like yes. we would have people that would come like i well that's we'll get into how i met nick in my mm -hmm. episode mm -hmm. but that was that was sort of like the the first like hearing the names of the people that you you were you traveled far and you know oh yeah to and, go and, and like get the, the good quality again you know? us driving an hour to come to columbus to record i was like oh my god yeah, like, yeah. Trip. this I've, is what it's I've like to be big yeah, yeah because like i'm not just going 20 minutes to zanesville to get taco bell anymore it's like oh we're right. going to columbus yeah. like and i'm also like how do we even know how to drive in columbus mm -hmm. holy hell is insane i still don't know how to drive in columbus <laughs> it's yeah, fair you know true. understandable depending on where you are um but yeah like that was yeah that was that was the thing it was, was it like was bass era. and then it was vocals and then that also really really opened me up and i feel like gave me the maybe the first thing because that was before like the clothing line or the music promotional agency and stuff like that was kind of the first thing that i was like wait what if we like marketed this well and what if we like just made it like all the other big bands look yeah. like what's stopping so us from doing that so much of what is popular is because of how it's marketed mm -hmm. 100% like it doesn't have to be good but if the marketing's good yes and back then good marketing mattered even more because now someone can just make a tiktok of them like farting with their song in the background and it's, and it's huge yeah. but back then it was like Oh, you have good recordings, then you must take this seriously. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, like, and, and, like, you have good recordings and you have clothing. You all, like, it was like you had a brand. Yes, yes. Definitely, and, like, and that point of time. What's funny is when I think back to the band thing, it feels like, like, years of my life. Oh, gosh, yeah. It was one summer. 
Wait, really? That's how, that's how like, all my teenage years felt. Like, I felt like each summer was, like, years of my yeah, life. Yeah, like, I think about it. It literally was, like, started at the beginning of summer, and I think it was over by, like, fall or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't oh know. You know what I mean? Like, like three winter. months done. Yeah, essentially. But it was your whole life for those three but months. But it was. It was so much of my life at that point Did the time. band break up, or did you guys just kind of, like, Oh, absolutely caring? broke up. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Like- yeah, broke up. Um, I remember one of the dudes in the band at the point in time was definitely just like a, Hey, I'm the guy in charge. And we all were like, Oh, sure. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And I remember he kicked my cousin out who was our drummer. And I was just like, Oh sure. I guess he does need kicked out. Yeah. Like, sure. (laughs) Sorry, bud. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, great. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever, I guess. And then like that, and I remember that happening literally like four days before like a big show for us. And, but I was still was just like, sure, I guess that makes sense. We probably should kick him out, I guess like whatever. <laughs> and then, yeah, it just, it, I mean, it does what things you do when you're young do is like, it's super cool. But then there's like a little bit of drama. So then we're all like, Oh my God, I guess we can't do this. But I was just like, okay, sure. I guess we stop. And then like, I remember I brought the band back at one point in time with like a bunch of new people and that was more like a, uh, and that one like was perfectly fine. Like I loved the people that I did that band with, but I just, I mean, that was me beginning to learn that I take things so much more seriously than everybody else around me. And that's not me trying to put myself on a pedestal or anything. It's just everything we've talked about up to this point. I'm always like all in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I deem something purposeful or I'm like, no, I do enjoy that. I see the intention with it. I'm like, Yep. Let's We're make doing, a podcast. That's and, the biggest takeaway from this episode right now is and, you're all in. And now we are sitting here making a podcast because that happens. Yeah. Um, but, and so like even like the second phase of the band, I like tried to take it like super seriously and stuff. And there were like more songs recorded and all that sort of stuff. But it was just like also really didn't know what I was doing. And there was no one else around me that knew what they were doing. No, so it, it was, then it just it was sort kinda of like, it was kind of like how, how in one of our other episodes we talked about how, we all thought like our parents knew everything and we think that like all these bands like know everything and like no like they figured it all out and the thing is it's it's just like you figure it out as you go no matter what and that's every industry but in bands like you would look at certain people and you'd be like oh they like have their shit together and they know exactly like what works and what doesn't and if there is anyone on planet earth who has realized and I will go on record saying this, how stupid bands are, <laughs> you're looking at them. <laughs> because I just spent a decade navigating those things. And listen, musicians, I love you guys. You're all talented. You're great. You can do a bunch of cool stuff. You, you picked a creative uh, endeavor for a reason. But so you can y- just get up there and have fun. But yeah, yeah. Have, have the fun, do your thing. But uh, yeah, to your point, I learned real quick that nobody knows what they're doing. No. And I was like, it's not that I know what we're doing, but, but why am I? Know. But I want to know, and you're just sort of like, fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. So yeah, band thing. Uh, it was essentially a summer all together, maybe like six months of my life between the two different versions of the band. So that okay. was that Love was that. that. And yeah. how old were you? Uh, anywhere from like 17 to 19. Some okay. somewhere in that. Mm-hmm. time frame as i feel like when all of that happened it was like, it was like so end like of high post, school okay i was gonna say like yeah 
end of high school. Yeah. Okay. I remember the summer after we had the band, when I went back to school, I was like, holy shit, I'm fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm because sure like, you've heard of me. So many, it's like so many of the kids of school would like come to our shows in the summer and I was like, oh yeah, you, did you buy our CD, our demo CD with those two songs we have? You sure did. <laughs> and I'm walking around like with my scene, like my best scene outfits on and there's like me and the three other kids in the school who dress like that. Yeah. And everyone's like, why are your pants so tight? And I'm like, because. Why aren't yours? I. It's my image. So. Ever heard of it? Yeah. Fashion. Yeah. It's, it's my image for the label. So they'll be calling soon. They, they, they're, they, sorry, my label is making me wear this. I know. It's so embarrassing. What's funny though is like. No photos, please. That's not. I Didn't I show you? Yeah, I showed you the other night my scene photos. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. if Have you seen I them, see Brittany? Them. Okay. I'll show, I'll show you after. Can those be, in the, can those be in, included in the. Uh, I don't know if I can attach photos. We can post them on social though. We yeah. can post them on at honestly same pod. If you want to see the scene photos of me. Uh, and I'm sure you do. That's where they. That's where they can be. I wish I had better photos of seeing me. Yeah, damn I do it. too. I was. I hated myself too much. Well, I, I was, was like, get that camera away from me. I was a scene kid during like senior photos, so I was like, these are basically me getting band promos. This is sick. Oh yeah, you're like, yeah. Mm, this is what, two birds, one stone. Okay. Yeah, I'm like deep V, freaking tight pants, straight hair. <laughs> Let's go. Absolutely. I love it. You yeah. got tattooed at the Zanesville Mall. I did. I did. My very first tattoo, I immediately was like, I need to be as cool as possible. Entire chess piece. Let's go. Oh, yeah. All yeah. in. All, surprise, all, surprise. All in. I was like, yep, let's go. I need I need to look as cool as possible. The band life chose you. It yeah. did. And then it chose me not. <laughs> <laughs> and then it said, never mind. <laughs> and then it said, never mind. And I was like, yeah, actually, you know what? I think I, yeah. We will go yeah. our separate ways. I will yeah, let you go. We can do that. Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was like going back in time. That was like end of high school, that sort of thing. And I know that you were working with bands for a while and then Mm -hmm. you were doing a lot of like the video photo stuff. Like, I think that was kind of your main gig for like a while was video photo stuff, right? Yeah. Well, I was trying to make it the main gig. Like that was the main creative endeavor. Like after I meet Josh and then I get opened up to this whole world of like video, photo, all that sort of stuff. Like I was already at the end of high school, I had taught myself graphic design, um, and so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Now I can, I can design all these things, whatever. Um, and then, so that coincides with like, cool, I have a clothing line. I'm doing all of that. And then, yeah, when I got into the video and photo stuff, that was once I started working with Josh with everything. And again, at that point in time, it was like, I want this stuff to work, but I'm young and immature enough to really understand how to like yeah. make a plan for anything or to really, I was just like, like I worked in the factory in my hometown for like a year or so and really, really learned that I absolutely hated that. And like, then I worked at like, I, I, but I would do that thing where like, I wasn't ever committing to like, all right, how can I keep doing this creative endeavor? I was like, Oh, I just need a job. Mm-hmm. So I would go to like yeah. the, the, what are they, the temp agencies or whatever? Like I was doing yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like I was going and like, I need a job and I don't know. And just give me anything. Cause that's just what I'm, I was still operating in like the, I have to do what I'm supposed to do to, in order to have fun. But I still like do. doing all these side things, but I don't at all understand how I can make them the main thing. Yeah. Like and how that you took can, years. How you yeah. can earn money doing something that you actually enjoy. Exactly. It was like, oh my God, they gave us 50 bucks for doing this thing. Like that's incredible. And yeah. all right, back to Lowe's now. Like that was, <laughs> yeah, that was essentially it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, what else do we want to cover? We've covered childhood. We've covered high school. It all just ends there. 
That's it. You're After creative. the band. <laughs> the After. band was, that, that's a wrap, folks. After the band, that's <laughs> it. Um, we've covered kind of where you are now. and I think so, yeah. Your work with Josh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, your first heartbreak. How, where are you sitting right now with... Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you your asking? love life where are you sitting right now with your love life hmm. uh doors are open that's what okay. i can that's what i can say love yeah. is an open door everybody is that a lyric yes it is oh my god yes it is elsa knows over there okay <laughs> all right yeah, yeah 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 um i think that's where yeah the time of recording i think this this is what i'll actually say i will give you a real answer yeah you get a girlfriend and then you're like i'm free as a bird this is out in like <laughs> two months <laughs> i'm super free i don't care about anything um i think that right now and this has been sort of developing over the last like i would say two years but i can luckily like experiencing all the things and i mean there's tons of gaps that we can fill in like there's plenty oh, yeah. of stuff we can still talk about but I can genuinely say, like, when it comes to relationships and stuff like that, I feel like I'm sitting as, like, the most sure and most confident version of myself. Not just in, like, oh, I'm dope, but more so, like, I know what I want out of those things. Yes. And I know what I don't want out of those things. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Yeah. And so, like, it's very much like, okay, cool. I am comfortable continuing to develop the life that I want. And then when something fits into that, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Then this... It yeah. must fit for a reason, but more so the willingness of like not high school me of like, this is it for the rest of my I life. I will make this work no matter what. It's more so like, we'll give it a shot. Hopefully it doesn't end up sad and shitty. We'll deal with that if it happens, mm-hmm. but. We'll deal with it if it happens. Yeah. yeah you, <laughs> you guys will also deal with it if it happens <laughs> as we've learned. And then we'll make another podcast out of it. Great. Um, But more so, like, just that, I don't know, there's just, like, an openness. Because, like, what I used to do was, like, like that, you know, the the first heartbreak, I consciously was, like, I don't know when I want to be in another relationship. I just can't. And so, like, I very purposely went, like, two or whatever years without being, like, even though I felt super alone, I felt super all these things, I wasn't, like, oh, my God, I want a new girlfriend. It was more so, like, you needed to work on well, you. Well, like, one day she'll come back, you know? Yeah. Like, like it was sort of that sort of thing. But I didn't know that I needed to work on me, though. Oh, okay. So I was it was just, just doing. you were kind of waiting to I was see just, if- yeah. I, and I was just like, um, there's been some, I'll share this on the, we're deep enough in the podcast. Someone's probably turned it off by now. There, you know, I, I would continuously just like, instead of being like, oh my God, I need a new relationship. I just went into those phases of what girl can give me the most amount of attention right, right now. now? Right now. Yeah. Sure. And so it was just like, cool attention for a night. Good enough for me. I feel appreciated now. See you. La-. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just very much like, cool. I was just filling a void. Convenience. Yes. I wasn't like, Oh, can I work on this? Can this be something real? It was like, I don't think I want this to be anything real mm-hmm. and whatever happens happens and that's it. And like, okay, cool. I'm really sad. Otherwise yeah. like, that was, you know what I mean? That was it. Yeah. Because yeah, it was a couple years until my next relationship which also coincides with our friendship really beginning. Yeah. And then that relationship was another like sort of long one, but Did not, I know not you not as intense. I don't think I've it known was intense, you in like a but in different ways. I don't think I've known you like in a relationship. 
I mean, I yeah, do now. No, and yeah, now you do. And now you know what happens when you sign up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seasoned. I'm a veteran over yeah. here. Yeah, B's got it down. She knows. Now I don't you remember know. Where, I don't remember how old. Um, I we feel like it was we, after. When we met. Yeah, I feel like it was after that other like big relationship of mine okay okay i feel like i I met you and we became friends after that okay because i the funny thing is like up until this podcast and like what came before it i was like i remember ross talking about having met someone and i'm like you never talk about girls i've never talked to you about this thing and it was kind of like the conversation that we had was like i don't know what you know i'm sure you guys obviously had a similar conversation but it sparked all of this because i don't know it it was something that you were never and maybe because of your stepmom like you were just never like very open about that kind of stuff so that's always where i'm like all right ross like let's talk about your girlfriends yeah and but what's funny is like i'm so willing to have those conversations yeah but i'm not the person who will bring them up yeah, you're not like. I'm not like. I'm not the dude who just goes to someone so, and is like. So let's talk about this chick. So like, let me tell you about this girl that I. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm. I'm not like. I like. Sure, I want to. If I'm like into a girl, I want to be like, hey, Brittany, did you know that this thing? Like, sure, absolutely. I'm like, hey, Leah, did you know that this was going on? 100. Yeah. percent But I'm never like. That's not. That's also just not how I am. Right, I'm also right. not that way. Like, unless there's like a creative idea that I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited to tell you. I'm just not the person who's just like, guess what I might potentially do. You're like, <laughs> okay, I'm knee deep now. I'm going to involve you. That's honestly, yeah. I have always like kind of been like that. Once I know something is like, I have enough proof. That's when I tell somebody. Okay. Like, and I, because I, I don't know, like... You don't want to backpedal. Like, oh, yeah, I just told you about this great thing that has already fallen through. Yeah, if I was like, oh, my gosh, Leah, Brittany, whoever, like, there's, like, this girl, we've talked twice, and I'm super into her, and it's cool, and you guys are like, all right, dope, hopefully it works out. And then, like, if a week later, you're like, so you're what's like, up with that girl? I'm like, oh, yeah, we stopped talking. Yeah. There's yeah. something about that that I'm just like, I'd rather... Like, people find out when they find out. Yeah, you don't have to let us yeah. know every waking thing that happens in your life. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast. But I would yeah, really like you to. Thank you very much. But uh, you don't have to, but I would like you to. Um, but you are right, though, is, like, I'm not usually, unless the person is already aware of, like, what is happening in the moment. You know like, what I mean? Like, like, you didn't sneak up on them and you were like, hey, <laughs> guess what? Are you talking about when I tell somebody about it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Hey, guess what? They don't know you're there. You just sneak up on them. They're like, Jesus, Ross. I'm like, hey, did you know? Okay, can I tell you something real quick? I just talked to a girl. Yeah, I talked to a girl today. <laughs> but like, yeah, unless they're like, it's someone who's aware of what's going on, then right, cool. Yeah. That'll like casually be brought up in conversation, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you're finding out when everything is happening. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's usually when someone finds, because like, that's just, even with creative it's ideas, organic. Yeah. that's how I am. I'm like, once I have a semblance of proof that this thing is going to be real or is real or has potential to be real, whatever, I'm like, now I will share it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the, the, uh, the fiction, like zombie podcast that I've showed mm-hmm. both of you guys stuff for, like, mm-hmm. I don't really talk about that that much. But I was like, oh, let me make a teaser for it. So there's an yeah. example of what the show will be. Now I can be like, oh, yeah, now I will own that. And That's I will say, now. I w- yeah, now I will go to people and be like, hey, I'm working on this thing. I can't wait to tell you about it. I don't yeah. know when I'm going to get it done, but it's a thing. 
I am that way a hundred percent with so much stuff. And there's like, so relationship stuff, I'm absolutely, I'm not the, like I've tried to do that in the past and I feel weird. Yeah. I've tried to be like, I'm sitting with a friend and I'm like, so yeah, like I hung up with a girl the other day and they're like, oh yeah, cool. Like what happened? And I'm like, we, uh, we hung out. I don't know. We hung out. Yeah. Yeah. And because the, the, if there's not the spiciness of like, oh, was it like a hookup or something? If there's not that or not like, where's yeah. it going? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, why did I bring this up? Well, and I, and I think that's a valid thing to feel that way because I don't tell you about, you know, my everyday, like with Zach, where you're like, cool, cool, cool. So you guys went to Denny's? <laughs> <laughs> and you're stuck on Denny's right now. I know. I actually am like, I don't know what? if I've ever been to Denny's. <laughs> Denny's. But like, yeah, so you just, there's, you, I get when you're like, this might be something, but then when you're trying to figure out if it is something, there's not much to tell anyone. No. And I, I I don't like the, I just don't like not being sure about something. Sure. To tell somebody about something. I'm going to tell you this thing about, I'm not entirely sure that I'm telling you. Literally. Like, hey, I don't know if I'm going to talk about this in a week or not, but I'm going to spend time telling you right now. It's that that's back right, to like right. me cutting through the BS. It's like, oh, that's yeah. random stuff. But at the same time, again, I will be an open book about any of it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not while we're recording our podcast, but you can field well, your questions after that's we're recording. That's what this is all about. It, I mean, it <gasps> the is. The vulnerable stuff. It is. We're going to start name dropping. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no. But like, we won't do that. But no, but that, that is the thing, though, is like, truthfully, I really don't have any problem sharing anything. Someone has to ask first. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. not walking into a room and saying, I have a crush on this girl. You kind of should do that. Probably. Because you want me to be like, Ross, got any crushes this week? Yeah, absolutely, okay. actually. Yeah, yeah. Just do that. Just we'll do start that. every podcast yes. that way. Yeah. All right, Ross, Ross, do you have any crushes? Rosh's? Ross's crush corner. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Those will be... I saw this girl on Instagram and I liked her photo. Like, well, that was it. I went to the grocery store again and I fell in love again the day. So <laughs> I do. Yeah. I fall in love everywhere I go. So yeah, if I told yeah, same. all my friends every time I had a crush on someone that was not going to go anywhere. Gotta oh wait. Gosh, gotta wait till like, it's real. Cool. Gotta wait till it's real. <laughs> yeah. I think there's only been a little bit of me doing the opposite with you recently. That's okay. But you know what I mean? That's, That's prevalent. Yeah. 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 Um, but it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't anything outside of that it was like oh hey this blah, blah 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 it was like hey this is a maybe a thing i don't know yeah we'll find out yes. recently huh what were you about to say that's the thing we can talk about off the podcast yeah because see look i can't talk <laughs> about it because then this episode's gonna be out forever and then if something doesn't happen All right, cut. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to edit this <laughs> least amount of editing as possible yeah. we can talk about it after yes, after yes, the show yes. fine what were you about to say we're, it's going on the patreon i don't know Oh, I, I thought you were about you. We're you, gonna tell everyone on the Patreon. You pay us three b- b- between three and fifteen bucks because we've got a wide range of things, and we don't we have different shop tiers. With your wallet, yeah. We have different um, tiers. You can find out who Rosh's Ro- crushes are, and if you if you give us enough money, we, you might as well. Honestly, yeah. 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 So, if you give us enough money, we might be able to afford one of those comic books back. So. <gasps> oh yeah. yeah, I'm sure they're going for a lot nowadays. Selling yeah. like hotcakes. Yeah, a hundred percent. The two that were in existence that probably got thrown away before they left school that <laughs> yeah. day. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, right. So, are we fill? Uh, uh, what What do we? What do? What do we want to do here? You guys are sailing the ship. Yeah. Are we filling in gaps? Are we still? Is there still stories to be told? Is there still like burning questions? That we haven't dug into. We've we've jumped around a bunch. We have. 
Um, I think a good way to round out some of it is to just tell us a story that you need us to know about you. Like something that you're like, when people meet me, I kind of want to lead with this. It can hmm. be funny. It could be whatever you want. Okay, wait. So is it in the context of like... Who you are as a person? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This is like, kind of a part of me. This okay. is what I want. Like if I meet somebody, this is what I hope that they... Yeah, this is how I want them to see me. This thing, mm. you know, whatever. This thing happened and... This is actually... Okay, so my answer to that, if I was being honest five, six years ago, mm-hmm. if I was being really, really honest, it would have been, I just want people to think I'm cool. Sure. That was my answer... And almost my reason for doing anything for a while. I wanted to be really cool on Instagram and have the big following and follow all the trends and post the coolest stuff that I could so hopefully people would like me or think that I'm cool or like, I wanted people to be like, oh my God, you did photos for 975. How did you do that? Yeah. And I like, yes, I wasn't like, oh yeah, I did. But secretly I was like, oh yeah, I did. What do you think? But I also think because of who you are in that way of wanting people, you want people to ask how. Yeah, but it but it was more so from the like I need other people's adulation. I need other people's validation. Yeah. That I think is what I sort of operated off of, but there was enough other like positive things operating around that 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 wasn't like the lead thing, but it was like a big piece. Yeah. For years I was just like I just want people to think I'm cool. I want people to like me blah blah blah. Now I don't care about the cool thing. I don't care about the exterior validation sort of thing. So now I can sit and like, I understand why I do the things I do. And, you know, we've, t- we've talked a lot about like, okay, yeah. I, like, I why think are I, you like that? I think yeah, I get, like uh, yeah, I think I, I get why you are the way you are now. You're, you're, it's the all in mentality. It's like, oh, if you're going to commit to something, you're going to commit to something or you're going to give it a shot. And if it doesn't work, that's okay. You at least gave it a shot. Now I operate so much more off of just knowing, and this is going to sound super deep, or maybe it won't, I don't know. But like, I understand my purpose in everything that I do. I know why I do the things that I do. I know on a creative side, I love storytelling. Mm -hmm. I just love to tell stories. I think each of you have sat with me long enough at this point to know that like, I will tell you an entire movie script top to bottom because I love explaining the story, right? That's why there's 97 podcasts. Um, But I love storytelling, and I also just love connecting with and helping people. Like, I think I knew that for a long time. I knew, like, yes, I always wanted to be nice to people. I always wanted to help somebody. But I thought my only way of helping somebody was making something for them. Yeah. Rather than doing something with them or not creating something for them, but actually doing something for them. Sitting and having a real conversation with them. Sitting and, like, being like, okay, yeah, let me listen to what you have to say and if you want advice or opinion or thoughts i will be here to offer that and it's not out of a place of i know i have the answers but i know the power that comes with just talking about things so i know i want to be there for people in that way yes you know we have talked about lee and you know we have talked recently of like oh yeah if i knew i could commit to it i would absolutely go to school to be a therapist like 100% I would be willing, if there was one thing I would be willing to like, I wouldn't stop being creative, mm-hmm. but if there was one thing I would like stack on top of that that was like, this is going to shift a lot of your time and energy, it would be going to school to become a therapist and just being like, you know what? I've uncovered my purpose so deeply now that I can see that that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Again, I love being creative. I love, I will 
continuously make a hundred different ideas at once. That's probably you not like going to stop. People joy. I like doing that. And so it's like, I understand the avenues in which I do that now. But more than that, I understand how I can do it. I understand the power of like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you do that whole life podcast thing called What You Don't Hear where, oh yeah, you interview like people who do creative stuff, right? Not exactly. I'm kind of having recorded therapy sessions with these people Mm -hmm. and I'm listening to their lives and we're digging into things that they never talk about that no one ever gets to hear. That's not just for the sake of making a show. That's for the sake of I am getting to connect with this person on a way deeper level than if we would just casually meet up somewhere or we wouldn't even meet at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like I just started kind of owning those superpowers. I can identify them as superpowers of like being able to relate to people, to connect with people Mm -hmm. and also like have that empathy for people. Yeah. And so it's like I've been able to just lean into that. So now I, I... really, really confidently can sit and say like, oh yeah, when I sit with someone, I'm not going to hold back, like hold myself back on the type of conversation that I want to have with them. Yeah. Because you want to look cool. Because I want to look cool. (laughs) But because I want to make that connection and I know why I want to make that connection and I know the value of making that connection. So if I'm getting coffee with somebody and meeting them for the first time, yeah, I might not dive straight into like, so tell me your childhood trauma, but I am going to openly share all the things that I think and feel with them and I'm going to listen to them and I'm going to offer, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to make it a real conversation, not just, oh yeah, you're a person who does this thing. That's cool, man. Like One of my least favorite things, I'm so sorry. You're good. Is when you sit down with someone and they just want to talk about like something dramatic, like a drama and not that like has really affected them, but that they think is going to like create this bond between you. Right. And see what I do now, like the confidence piece is like what I would used to do is just maybe feed into that and be like, Oh shit, that's crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Now, like where my mind naturally goes, it's like, Oh, well, what did you think about maybe looking at it this way? And what if you communicated with that person in this way? And not that I'm saying that will solve the problem, but if I can have you leave this conversation with a different perspective, that means you walk away less stressed about that drama that you just brought up to me. Yes. That's what I want. I didn't give and you, you do a, that. And, you and, do do that. And I, I, I didn't like, you know, I'm not giving you the direct answer, but I love helping lead people to an answer that's already in them. Mm-hmm. And Constructive so. Constructive conversation. Yes. Very, very much like that. Like we can talk about the drama. We can bitch and complain. Love it. I love bitching about things. There's, there's a, Time and place for... Absolutely. But yeah, but what are you going to do about it? That's, that's where Ross gets. That's always my thing, is I'm, I will sit and I will bitch for three hours straight about something, but I will always wrap it up with a bow of, and here's what I think I'm going to do to fix that. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do to solve that. And so even when somebody does bring up that, like, oh my God, here's drama, here's insanity, blah, 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 I'm going to be like, that is fucking crazy. Absolutely. You're valid in feeling all of those things, 100%. Now let's dissect it a little bit. Let's actually break down like what it is outside of surface level. Like I'm mad at this person or this thing was even amazing things. When someone's like this fucking incredible thing's going to happen. And I'm like, absolutely. And I hope it does. Have you considered this, 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 and that Mm -hmm. to better prepare yourself for if it does happen or if it doesn't, let's think about that. Like I always feel like I'm, I'm broad picture, big picture vision type of person. Right. Um, So I think that that's, that's my thing is like, for years, I would know that I liked doing these things, know that I liked having these types of conversations and connecting with people in that way, but I wouldn't let myself 
fully tap into that. I would always hold myself back because I was like, ah, oh, this is weird. I don't want to like, no. There's but, a big like, chunk of vulnerability that like most people will never meet in their lifetime that you are leading with. And and that's, and I think for a while, and I don't mean this in a bad way because it's, it's people that I still like love to this day is, is, you know, close friends and all that sort of stuff. But like for a while, I was also surrounded by people who were permanently sarcastic, who were just like, hey, we don't take anything seriously. And if you kind of do, like, it's got to be like a real moment. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Why are you t- telling me to chase my dreams? Fuck off. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong for thinking this. But now I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I know there's nothing wrong with thinking that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, again, going to be very, very confident in the energy that I want to share with somebody. So yeah. like, I can sit here today, whether it's a client, whether it's a creative project, whether it's a friend, whether it's helping somebody with something, like helping myself with something, needing to talk something out loud, whatever it is, I am 100% like, oh no, I'm not going to hold that stuff back anymore. I am going to share my real feelings, actually be vulnerable and not like halfway. I aspire to be like you. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) That's, I I love that. I love that. you aspire to be like me. And I I aspire to be like Leah. (laughs) And Leah aspires to be like Brittany. Right. That's exactly what It's just what a it triangle. We all, we all yes. can yeah. look at each other and be like, yeah, yeah. I want more that's, of that. That's what I want. That's, you know, to answer your, to officially answer your earlier question, that's what I want. When someone leaves a conversation with me, I want them to aspire to be like me. Because you're so cool. Because you're so, so cool. cool. It all comes back to that. No, I just, I really do. I just want people to, now I want people to leave spending time with me feeling any bit better than what they did before. I, I want people to, and like that's like the cliche life thing, right? Of like, oh, leave the world better than, than how you showed it, you know, that whole thing. Like, yeah, sure, I want to do that. I want to leave creations in the world that someone can be like, oh, shit, like listen to these things, look at this legacy, whatever it is. But it's more so like, and maybe it's just growing up and maturing, but like I'm understanding my impact comes more from connections with people, not cool photos and videos that I post online. Yeah. That was where I thought my, maybe kind of thought my purpose was. If I post cool enough pictures and get enough likes, people will think I'm cool. People will hire me more. Oh my gosh. And then if I get enough likes on a picture, then maybe a girl will think that I'm valid and a girl will think I'm cool and so talented. Thanks for looking. Thanks for looking. I mean, that is, like that whole art series is based off of like that sort of like, yeah inner voice of like oh yeah i know exactly why i'm posting this Mm -hmm. and we all know exactly why we post anything yes so here's i'm just going to pinpoint that that's what that was is me being like i need to kind of express these things i need to put these out there and share them but like that was that was it for a long time it was that external validation but now i feel fully validated in who i am from myself and I feel fully confident in wherever I'm going to head and whatever other problems are going to pop up. I'm like, there might be another day where I'm going to need to sit down with Brittany and Leah and be sad as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm also fully confident in the fact of like, I'm going to need that in that moment and I'm going to need that help. But I know at some point I will find the solution. Yes. I know at some point I am going to sit and be like, oh yeah, no, I got this. You're really receptive. Like you don't sit down to have a conversation and like, if I gave you feedback, you're like, yeah, thank you for that. I see that perspective, mm-hmm. whatever. A lot of people fight that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think when I'm sitting down in situations, you know, especially like you know, the situation that spawned this podcast with both of you, I was looking for, I'm like, no, I need the support. Mm-hmm. 
I know kind of what I need to do and what I want to do, but I need to, I'm a verbal processor. So I need to share what is in my brain to hear someone else say, kind of just give the validation yeah. of like, yeah. you're valid in feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And I understand why you see it that way. And I understand why you feel it that way. It's not just a, oh, get over it. Yeah. It's not just a damn, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. It's, you know, and it's also not, well, let me give you my advice for what I would do. Yeah. It was like, that was something that was in those situations or any situation with each of you. I know in the same way, just like you're saying with me, I know that that's the conversation that's going to be had. It's not going to, it's not going to be adding to the problem or the whatever in the sense of like, yes, stoke the flame, make the flame bigger, make the fire bigger. But it's also not going to be, oh, I'll dump the water on it for you. It's, yeah, cool. How, let's talk about how you can put this fire out. Yeah, what's your plan? Like, let's, let's actually talk about that. We might not leave with one, but having talked about it is going to be the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think the two conversations I had with each of you were, I think, maybe a week apart. And it was, like, conversation with you that officially validated everything that I was feeling and going through. And literally the next day, I woke up feeling like a new person. He, which, did, he literally texted me. Aww. Which then spawned that with you where i was like can we sit down mm-hmm. and yeah we're sure we'll talk about the stuff that i'm going through but you also had some stuff and i was like okay now le- i want to be that for you yeah. now because and i'm now did. in a clear you space did, you did a good job <laughs> and, and so it's like that that in a funny way that's the trifecta of how this you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. that's how this ended up but again it comes from that place of Yes, we can, any of us at any point in time can have a deep conversation with nearly anybody. Yeah. Even the dumbest of person can have a good conversation with someone and be caring and be thoughtful and all that sort of stuff. But it's not so much the conversation that matters the most. It's what you take away from yeah. it. It's what you oh, leave yeah. feeling like. And so for me, that is the thing. I fucking love helping people. I love helping people. Like when you and I got to have that conversation and I know that I got to help you. You watch, you're watching in like real time. Things change for me and I'm just one person you're talking to. Right, right. And like that, I absolutely love doing that. And like whenever I get to do that with you or something, you know what I mean? I'm like, like, that is what I like to do. I'm willing to do it with anybody. And yes, we can have good conversations with anybody, but I do think there's super, super a lot of value in understanding why are we having this conversation? What are we, and like, not that it's always about an end goal of like, I'm gonna leave this talk or I'm gonna leave this meeting with something, but it's like, it's the feeling that I want people to leave yes. with. I, I want more than anything, every single time that I interact with, like, this might sound over dramatic, like some movie speech or something, but like, literally, I have like decided, and I've been doing this for months now, since things changed months ago. I literally, every single interaction that I have with somebody, I want them to leave being like, that was awesome. Not, he's awesome. Not, yeah. that was super cool. Not what, not what a good idea. But I feel better after I talk to that person. Yeah. And it's not that it they... It always s- fills your cup. It doesn't take from you. Exactly. Because that, that is another thing of like, when I am feeling down or I'm feeling low or something, I can identify that having a good conversation with somebody or helping somebody adds to my cup. Even though I might be giving to them, it 100% all comes back to me when I know that I made them feel a little bit better. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that's what all of this is for. And again, not to over make it over dramatic, but like I literally feel like I have found out why I exist. 
It's not to make a super cool movie. It's not to make a dozen podcasts. It's not any of that. It's like I found like the root of like probably why anybody exists or connects with each other. It is to connect with each other. And I think now that I've identified that and how I connect with people and why I want to and how I can help people, I genuinely, I literally feel unstoppable. Good. And I know that's a big thing to say. And that's not me saying I will never have another bad day. There's probably going to be another time where I'm going to sit down with one of you and be like, this is fucking hard Mm -hmm. and it sucks. Mm -hmm. But again, it's that we've talked about this on a previous uh, episode. It's that subconscious confidence that I've built where in the moment, maybe I'm not leading with confidence. Maybe I am bummed as fuck and I'm sad because I'm a human. But I know that I can tap into that reserve tank deep in my brain of like, no, 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 you know who you are. You know you're a valid person. You know that you're a good person. You know that you want to do good things and that you can make it through your next worst day because you've made it through all of them up until now. So that's my thing is I literally feel like in the last few months, I have understood and uncovered my purpose for existing. That's the only, like, why else are we here? Like, that's a big thing to say, but, like, why else are we here, really? Right, right. And so now, like, that's why I have a, a maybe I won't say confidence, but a comfort in just trying anything I want to try. Because I'm also so comfortable with who I am and knowing my purpose that if I fail at that thing, I know if I want to try it again or not. You tried it, though. And I tried it. Yeah. I gave it a shot. Whether it's a relationship, like, hey, let's just, let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Could end up bad, but it could end up great. Or it could end up, a, it would have it could been nothing. Up, it, and what, how, how is that better than either? It could also stay a what if. I could yeah. sit for the next six months and be like, man, what if I did text that girl? Like, I what would have happened? I fucking despised, I despise what ifs, mm-hmm. which is now why I'm operating from a place of, I don't want any what ifs. We yep. could do a season of this podcast and maybe we could be like, you know what? That was really fun, but we can't keep up with it. There's not, you know, it's not working, whatever. I will have no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to keep going, but like I would be comforted in the fact of like we tried. Yeah. We did it. I don't know, I don't even care. It's not a failure. It's a thing that we did. Oh, that yeah. is a win. Think, yeah, we did it. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So like, yeah, just looking at any any facet of life in that way, and that's always what I feel like I share with people all the time is try to dig up that why. Try to understand what fulfills you, what brings you joy, and how you can share that joy with somebody else. Because when you can, when you can operate from a place of, of that standpoint, when you can operate from that place, I do think that everything starts to become a well-oiled machine. Again, it doesn't mean that problems aren't going to pop up. It doesn't mean that something fucking terrible isn't going to happen. But it does mean that you're ready with your tools in your tool belt to solve that problem. Whether that is an overnight like fix, whether it's a six month fix, a year fix, whatever it is, we are capable of doing those things. It's all part of the human experience. A hundred percent. I understand the type of human that I am now. I think that that's a really beautiful way to wrap up this episode. <laughs> yeah, if there's any other way to do it. That's, you know what? That's fine because otherwise this will be like a four hour thing if we don't stop. <laughs> like peeking over. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where we're at. Um, okay. So how do we, I mean, that, that's, it's like you said, solid ender, solid ender. Solid that's showbiz baby. That, and that's showbiz baby. And that's showbiz baby. Uh, how do we tell the people goodbye on this one? What do we, what do we do? Any remaining things that we leave anybody with? Mm. Ross's name is Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> starting there more than anything yeah if you take away 
I um, anything on this. Episode. I think that this is a good time to just like plug that you are the type of person you are, and people can reach out to you if they want to dive into anything, and they'll have your support. Yeah, a million percent. Yeah, if, yeah. If there was ever a time for me to be like, hey, if you do find me at Ross Tyson around the internet, please message me, dude. I'm about anything. Literally anything, dude. Anything. But like from the hours of. When to when, you know, 1 a.m. to like probably 5 a.m. He, <laughs> he just, yeah. we'll get to the group chat. It's like, there's like a 3 a.m. text <laughs> yeah. from Ross. And I'm like, what Dude, were you doing? That's how I, that's, I operate that way. That's, a that's just owl. it. It'll probably change at some point. Maybe something has been changing recently where I will still stay up as late as I have been, but I've been waking up like earlier and earlier every week. I don't know what's happening. Damn. That's called being an adult. I think it is. I I'm think not that's there the yet. part. That's the part. You still get to do all of the other stuff, but damn, your body's going to wake you up at 9 a.m. Yeah, literally, that is what's been yeah. happening. I'm like, does it know that I'm, at the time of recording, almost 30? So I guess it's just like, yo, be a real adult. Yeah, no, you that's can still stay up late, but we're getting up earlier. So yeah, maybe that's my next phase of life is figuring out what the heck do people do in the morning? I don't oh, understand. Yeah. Drink coffee. What do you do before like Chipotle's open? That's, right. You said when lunch starts opening at 11 and I said he is referring to Dude, Chipotle. That's the thing. After, you know, afternoons, 10, 11 a.m., that's when my day normally mm -hmm. starts. But yeah, no, I, I, it is like, it doesn't matter what time of day it is or time of night because I will probably be, probably be awake. Uh, yeah, I, I love fucking talking to people about literally anything. And especially if it's something I can potentially help you with, that is 100% what I want to do. Maybe someone wants to talk to one of you guys if they listen to this entire episode, if they want to reach out to you because you've shared some solid advice and opinions and thoughts and all these feelings, where can they find you guys around the internet? So I am, hi, Brittany, H-A-I-B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I. And I am la.petitegoth. So it's L-A dot P-E-T-I-T-E-G-O-T-H. And you can get to any of us through at honestly same pod honestly same <laughs> okay, it me i gave it a second if everybody <laughs> wanted to talk I, with me, i didn't but I, was I, like, I, I i was pointing and i thought I maybe we would do a little thing like what our at was <laughs> It'll no i was like is it honestly same pod it's she's trying to put it on me <laughs> she said, which is <laughs> which is come on. the one that Brittany right, knows yes. really well at at honestly, honestly same same pod, pod. <laughs> We all, all together now. Oh, we finished together. <laughs> hey, That's thanks for being Incredible. here. Thanks for hanging out and learning uh, a little bit about Thomas here. Yeah. Um, hope uh, hope you learned something. And hey, guys, thanks for interviewing me yeah, for a podcast for a change. Mm -hmm. It's fun to be on the other side of it. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. Hey, guys, thanks Don't for being here. It. Thanks for being here on our show. <laughs>